Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Hello everyone, welcome back to Spirit Talks Podcast, or if you're new here, welcome to our spiritual circle. Brand new week, brand new mindset, brand new everything, and we love that over here. We just finished a new moon, and for some reason, me personally, this new moon was grounding and also very much everywhere so hopefully you guys had a really good new moon and a really great weekend today's monday as i'm recording uh well y'all might be hearing this in the middle of the week i know my patreons will be listening to this way earlier so y'all let me know how y'all's week was, how your weekend went, how your new moon manifestations went. And speaking of which, I really wanted to talk about manifesting. And those who are my students, it's been like a big topic of discussion, especially as of last week, about how do I protect myself? And I find that very grand of a question and a very important question because before we start to do any sort of manifestation work of like, oh, I want to get the bag or I want to find the love of my life, we need to focus on the clear basics when it comes to spiritual hygiene. And maybe it's not talked about as much for whatever reason one of the reasons that I can think of is that it may not bring that much revenue to spiritual workers versus obviously promoting I can bring him back I can bring her back within 24 hours type of spells and if y'all go on TikTok live y'all know what I'm talking about So it's easier for people that really want to make a hustle out of this versus genuine people who want to help and elevate our society and really impact those around us. When I first began my spiritual work for the public... I was very surprised how little to none I would get when I would promote my protection rituals. I mean, almost all of my group rituals was 
available spots of 10. For whatever reason, my protection ones would only get about less than seven people, if that, sometimes. But when it comes to my money rituals, my road openers, which by the way, my work is impeccable and understanding, but when it came to those type of rituals, I would have to open up extra spots because people were wanting to get in which I love and appreciate and those who know back in 2021 we had one of the biggest rituals for money road openers um prosperity it was just a bunch of just basically abundance work where it was over 37 participants for different sections that I was promoting which was amazing but it would still make me feel uneasy not uneasy but it was just like hey guys let's get into the protection part of it too because we gotta protect our finances our our health our love life everything else because the more we wanting to manifest these grand things we still need to be able to manage our protection and by the way i posted a video on my patreon about going into in depths about what to do and what elements to use for your everyday practice for protection so i talked about earth magic water magic air magic and fire magic in that video so when this episode drops it's going to be kind of a side-by-side for those who are signed on to my patreon and they will get the exclusive content of seeing what i was talking about and more of a breakdown of today's episode but however i really wanted to talk about it because why aren't we not doing it more protection or what is it what is the importance of protection and i know that may sound a little silly to ask or to even put out there but maybe some people may not be aware because again it's not something that is mainstream or i don't want to say even mainstream because yes we have heard about you know protection work right but i don't see many spiritualist and i'm pretty sure that after i post this i'm gonna start seeing more people promoting protection because that's just how y'all do it out here but good for you when it comes to being protected it means that everything else that you are wanting to manifest is only going to elevate meaning that when you're manifesting money per se right you're making money you're seeing a a change you're seeing a progress happening but then all of a sudden your money declines right away so you're like really 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 high and then it just like drops if y'all ever seen or have done investments y'all know what i'm talking about like when you see the graph and you see your investment going up 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 and you know there goes to a point where you have to get out right so you don't hit that low and lose all your money in a sense when doing protection work it's helping you get quote-unquote out 
before it's too late. The protection is going to help you keep the consistency of your work, which consistency is also another part of doing spiritual work. But let's just go ahead and focus on the protection part. When you're doing protection constantly on yourself, everything else around you that is in alignment with you and within your desires is going to also be protected. Those things that are not in alignment with you are like possibly things that you just want versus the things that you need. Those wants are going to fall off. So even if you are doing protection work and you're just wondering like, oh my God, well, why are my finances falling apart? Why is my love life shitty? Well, then let's take a step back. What is it about your finances that are completely to shit? Is it the way that you budget? Is it the way that um, the impulse, the impulsive of shopping, maybe even your career uh, choice, your path? Those play a big influence if you are already doing protection work and you're in alignment with your path, with your spiritual work. You kind of have to take a step back and not always blame that there's something wrong or somebody's giving you mal de ojo. Because a lot of the times we do it to ourselves. We stay in situations, we stay with people that are not in alignment with our desires and our needs. We stay out of pure being comfortable or just because we think we want those things. Again, those things will fall apart if we're not in alignment. And the protection of it is going to help you just stay focused. Now, let's say love life because that's a big deal to many people of you know well I want to see like where's my soulmate or I want to work things out with so and so and I want to do more love work and love work and love work which by the way is the reason why I stopped doing love work because the focus wasn't so much on what you needed and what was healthy for you but it was feeding that ego and don't get me wrong the ego is is important part of our journey I'm not one of those to like eliminate the ego. No, the ego is very important, but it also stems from a type of level of how much to feed the ego. So when your relationship or your love life is just in shambles and you're wondering what it is. Now, when we do a layer of protection, you're probably going to see that that shitty situation, that shitty person is going to completely fall off. Why? Because the protection is helping you from really being more into shambles, from being in a situation that you're not meant to be in. That's why I find it so incredibly important that we start doing more protection on ourselves. There's three candles that I recommend, or at least three types of rituals for people to do, and that is your abundance work every Thursday, your health or cleanse, and you can alternate those two between the health and the cleanse every Sunday, and then your protection every Tuesday. That, the days to me, that's just how I 
do it or how I used to do it. Now I kind of work more with different kinds of energy. However, this is what worked for me for many years. If you want to take note of it and also imply it in your work, then go for it. For me, Tuesdays are war days. If y'all are not aware, um, Ogun is my guardian angel. So my Ori is with Ogun and Tuesday is his day. So even before I knew of all of this, my protections and my reversals were always done on Tuesdays. Now that I had the confirmation that my guardian angel is uh, Ogun, it made more sense to me to do it those particular days. Again, whatever works best for you is going to be better for your practice. Thursdays, as you guys may know, if you've done work with me, Thursdays is run by the planet of Jupiter, which is, you know, for abundance. So those were the days that I would do my group rituals for money. However, I also see Fridays to be a very successful day for any sort of abundance work. And then Sundays, Sundays for me personally are the times that I take to, the time that I take to cleanse and to ground myself just so I can get the groove of the week started. If I don't do grounding or cleansings on Sundays, my week will be complete chaos, which means if I don't fix it by Monday, it's still going to be a really bumpy road. That is just how I've been able to do it for the past, I don't even know how many years now. So try to see what works for you, learn the days of the week, what planets rule those days, and really start from the basics. I will try to post something on my Instagram, um, on my Instagram of the days of the week and what I had a chart when I first began. This was um i think maybe five years ago that i had this specific chart of the days of the week the planets the even the zodiac signs and then eventually i started implementing um the orishas and then i started implementing santisima muerte's robes again this was all due to years of experience and just implementing more to my days to amplify it with manifestation and helping me just stay focused i don't want to overwhelm y'all with this type of information so whatever works best for you go for it but again those are the main three candles that i would suggest for y'all to have now when it comes to more protection I believe that the moment we start to do shadow work, that um, we get into therapy, and I know that a lot of people that are in the spiritual community may not believe in therapy and, um, and or just feel like mental illness is not really a thing. I have heard people say so, so... This, is, this may not apply to you, but I personally believe that the combination of doing shadow work and therapy is going to essentially help. Now, when it comes to shadow work, I know I've been asked about this 
so many times i personally maybe right now and where my journey is is not to teach about shadow work but more so of guiding y'all to do the research because i know how intense shadow work can be and it could be a very private and a very vulnerable state for people to get into so i don't do any sort of teachings when it comes to shadow work however I do guide you into looking into doing journal prompts. That's really what it is. Shadow work is just finding like journal prompts that could possibly trigger you, not possibly, most likely trigger you about childhood, like teenage years and even adulthood. In this way, you go into the darkest depths of your soul and do a lot of soul searching. It's it's horrifying and i don't want to scare anybody but i just want to be real with what shadow work is because now more than anything i'm seeing it being such a trendy thing and not in a very um careful manner it's becoming more of like did you get your shadow work journal did you did you figure out your shadow self again making it trendy when being in that darkness can do a lot of damage to people who may not be prepared and that's why i suggest to either have some sort of therapies or cling on to your favorite brujo or bruja to get some cleansings some readings done doing reiki healing grounding yourself because that's when the healing really begins when we get into those dark moments of ourselves with the protections again it can be in very various different modes i've talked about it um, on my patreon where we can use you know the power of earth which could be crystals the power of water which could be um, any sort of like waters that you may see that could be helpful we can do obviously fire magic which is candles and rituals and such and then we can also do which is other one that i'm missing air so smoke right smoke cleanse and it all depends on how you want to get into it and what could work best for you for me personally i've been implementing all four of those uses and my practice because for one (laughs) i do work for others even if it's just pulling cards i'm pulling from y'all's energy and i have to tap in to why my readings are so incredibly accurate is because i'm tapping into your energy so it's very important for me to cleanse myself my home or wherever i do the readings and my decks because they also observe a lot of energy. This was a rookie mistake that I had done that I had done many, many, many moons ago when I started to realize that I was becoming really irritable. I was getting these weird depressive episodes. And then I started to realize that this was not my energy that I was carrying. Like I it got to the point too where other people's ancestors would come and visit me in the middle of the night and they wouldn't let me sleep. And again, it's because we opened a, por- a portal 
and then we're not sure how to close it right so it didn't take me too long to understand and how to maintain it but thankfully to to my old mentor who had to teach me closing portals and cleansing myself and how daily I should do it it really really did help so for one yes I do have to do a lot of more cleansings than maybe you'd need to if I say this to people who don't do spiritual work even if you're out and about and you're going to work you're you know dealing with people's energies all the time I always suggest to do some sort of cleansing some sort of protection every other week because this way you are in your spiritual hygiene up to date if that makes sense so i just find that to be very very important because it's not talked about enough and i don't know again if people it may go in the back of people's heads but however shout outs to my students because they have been asking like okay what can i do to protect myself and truly truly it's about the way that you also perceive life and how you walk the walk meaning that if you don't entertain bullshit if you are focused in your own alignment and this is not to say that nothing is ever going to happen to you but you're more you're less receptive to bullshit coming towards you especially when you're already implementing your protection rituals on a daily basis on a weekly basis nothing is really going to stop you now this is not to say that you're invincible because i really want to make that clear there's some people out here really walking like they cannot be touched nothing bad is going to happen to them or if something quote-unquote horrible happens to them they see it as a sign of good fortune and you know i'm all for an optimistic mindset but what I don't like is when people don't take accountability for their actions and their fuck-ups that let them into them being in a shitty situation because maybe you are a shitty fucking person. So these are just the outcomes of life that are handling to you, you know? So I've been around many people in my past where they really walk like their shit don't stink and we're no longer uh, friends or even acquaintances to say because those are the most dangerous people and as you get to know and have your third eye more open you'll start to see when people talk about like well not to brag but i don't really need to do protection or not to say this but i'm godly i'm really not going to be touched regardless if something bad happens like i'm always going to do something better and these are the same people that are probably cheating dealing with married people okay with being side pieces uh maybe even deadbeats people who are just horrible to their family members they don't have genuine connections with people they don't even know how to be genuine people so be very careful and mindful who you surround yourself with as well because that's also a way to fuck up your protection shield if you're surrounding yourself with people who obviously don't have their morals intact or they are constantly doing shit that makes you feel like low vibration really rethink it there's some friendships that may need to end there's some family members that we need to distance ourselves there's certain people that we should just 
kind of keep arm's length or even just far, far away because that also messes up with your protection. You know, you can love somebody from afar and be like, you know what, I love you, but I love myself more. What you got going on is not what I want in my future and not who I want to surrender myself with, you know? Surround myself with, not surrender. My Mexican accent. (laughs) So take that very, very important. It's so hard, and especially when we love people and we want the best for them or we have a sort of attachment to them because we are human, but we also need to learn the the whole unattachment thing, right? Of just not getting attached to people's situations, places, and things because life doesn't work that way. And maybe that's for another episode of getting out of that whole detachment mindset as well because it doesn't do us any good when we try to glue pieces together or keep regluing ourselves i see it as this i don't know if you ladies wear press-ons or males wear press-on nails right and sometimes a nail pops off and you're just like okay i can i can glue it back i can glue it back all right cool 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 we glue the nail back all right cool but then another nail falls off from a whole different you know finger a whole different hand whole different hand like i said we have so many hands from the left hand per se right so you're just like okay well let me glue this one back on all right cool 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 it's glued all right now the first nail that fell off falls off again and i don't know about y'all but once the second the the second nail or the first nail that falls off twice i'm like okay i need to prep my nail and get a whole new nail because i already have dried up glue in this acrylic nail and then it's going to also mess up my my actual bed nail so i don't want to do that so if i have to re-glue that same nail three times i can try again but i can guarantee it's not going to last more than 24 hours because i already know i already know how the glue works i already know the type of like pressure that i have to put you know you just know So then instead, I prep my nail back to its regular basis and get a brand new nail and throw the other one out. If I find it, shit, I'm lucky if I find it, right? We know, we've all been there. It's the same concept, or maybe kind of not the same concept, but similar concept to places, people, and situations. There's so much that you can take from people when you're just like, okay, you're really tripping or you're really not in alignment to what i want to do now this is where it becomes hard though guys because when we tap into our spiritual gifts our spiritual hygiene and little side note if you're still wondering what your spiritual gifts are or if you want to enhance those gifts please listen to me when i say doing your own little protection protection rituals depending on the type of magic that you want to use you're going to tap in you're going to figure it out it may take a while but you're going to have so much fun doing protection and becoming a complete alchemist Oof. okay all right so when it comes to really being tapped in and i don't know if you guys tapped into the live with me and asriel 
and we were talking about it. It was a Friday night, and we were on live together. I was doing some work. He was doing some work. But that's not out of the norm. <laughs> it's not out of the norm. For people that are spiritually grounded and third eye wide open, it becomes harder to socialize with people, to be out and about in clubs, at bars, just out and about, really. And especially when you have alcohol and drugs involved you start seeing people for who they really are you start to see that this is bullshit and this is not to say that you shouldn't because saturday saturday night i went out but it also gave me that whole reality check of like that's why i don't really be going out and i need to figure out a healthy balance of even drinking like just drinking outside with other people that i don't know or even just drinking in general but that's for a whole different discussion right it becomes quote-unquote lonely because you will not be able to have stimulating conversations with just anyone anymore it's going to suck because you're no longer in that vibration that others may be in but that means that your soul tribe your soul family tu familia is coming and it may take a while shit it may take years i am still in my soul family search let me tell you do I have best friends? I do. Are they in the same frequency and the same vibration as I am? No. And this is not to say that I'm better than them or I'm doing better than them. No. I love them. They're in their own path. They're in their own journey. However, I don't connect with them as much as I used to. And they know this, so that's why they all kind of gravitated towards their own journey. And it's just kind of me, you know, venturing out. But I have found a group of people that I'm slowly, again, we're making our rounds. We're getting in touch with each other because it is very different when your third eye is opened. And you also have to be mindful. Not everybody whose third eye is open or who are spiritually inclined are going to be good people unfortunately i have to learn i had to learn this the hard way a couple years ago where i thought that all santa muerte devotees were amazing people and wholeheartedly wanted the best of you but this is where i saw the most drama too felt like i'm going back into high school and even spiritually folks that like do magic me thinking like oh we have something in common but these are some of these most hardcore brutal people too that can quickly backstab you so you still have to kind of be in your q's and t's because anywhere that you look there's going to be people that are not going to be the very best for you however once you start in your route you'll be able to see it more clearly and what is in alignment with you at the end of the day 
implementing your protection work and it's not just going to a botanica or going to a little shop and getting your evil eye bracelet and calling it as that's it i'm protected there's more to it it feels as though again because it's becoming a trendy thing of you know the evil eye the protection bracelets the protection necklaces but mostly the protection bracelets it's become a well i don't really have to do much but did you go home and cleanse it did you go and sit and meditate and actually speak into existence to your bracelet of what you wanted to accomplish for you and how you wanted to help you did you do that before wearing it or did you just right away wear it didn't think much of it and said call it a day it's protecting me already there's so much intentions that goes into spirituality and because we have come so consumed with instant gratification instant everything that we automatically think that is going to happen like that and it's not so be mindful pay attention slow down did i say be patient well i'm gonna say be patient again because this journey is not for the weak and it's not to sound ugly about it or anything of that sort but it's just not you have to be very strong-minded and have patience and have grace for yourself all of this that i'm saying could also be worked with santa muerte i didn't start my journey my spiritual journey with santa muerte i started with hecate so i know that it's completely different however santa muerte has been the biggest mentor and the biggest motherly love and presence that i have ever encountered and because of her i've been able to know majority of everything that i know now i know that many of you would want me to talk more about santa muerte and everything else that i have learned and i've gone through with her but in reality it's so intimate for me that it's gone to the point if you didn't follow me two three years ago then you are kind of missing some personal pieces of my life however i don't mind talking about them or sharing them just how i shared my experience with like the whole statue stuff that i was getting from Masriel and the activity that started happening in the house once i received those statues and how my life just completely changed so i don't mind speaking out about it personal experiences especially of santa muerte was the one that really showed out for me which by the way she always does so when it comes to protection i can just tell you that working with her and whatever rope you feel called to be working with when it comes to protection she can help you if you have a divination tool that you personally use to help you and guide you go for it because she's going to essentially start talking to you the more that you talk to her the more that you're going to start to listen and hear what she's got to say so again 
if you are a part of my patreon tiers which i would love to have y'all join uh we just did the prosperity uh the apple of prosperity for all the tiers however once we hit a certain amount i am going to change them to just my top tiers i am going to add about one or two tiers not anytime soon i don't think uh, because i do have this project coming out so i'm trying to figure out how to go about it <laughs> and not only that you guys also do get um exclusive content this is where you guys can message me and ask me questions because this is where i'm going to be the most active my time and dedication is really going to go through uh, go to my patreons i'm also working on merch and just sending out little gifts for my top tiers this is going to be for my uh, mystic ghouls uh, for now that's what we call this tier they're going to be uh, receiving some goodies starting october 1st and once a month i'm going to be trying to send out something for those are my top tiers what else um so we have the video coming up we already have the group ritual that happened for my patreons all right y'all if y'all don't know <laughs> i'm getting butterflies if you made it this far into the episode please make sure to comment hmm a spooky emoji it could be like a ghost when you swipe up on spotify it asks you what did you think about this episode i would love to hear your input or if you just want to show like hey i was here the whole time just comment a ghost emoji if you are on apple podcast and you want to let me know that you tuned in make sure to rate it and leave a five star review with like something spooky it can be like a little mini story or just the emoji of a ghost why do i want y'all to do that because now i'm officially going to announce my big project <laughs> i've been working on this and planning and i'm just getting really like butterflies in my stomach because it's so it's a whole different avenue from divine hoops it's not together but it is a sister joint collab me versus with me <laughs> not versus me with me i guess so stay tuned it's called a spooky ghoul podcast this podcast i'm going to be talking about everything paranormal i'm also going to be attaching my own spiritual knowledge when it comes to the paranormal if i can I'm also going to try and interview other people who have had paranormal activities and who would love to come on the show. So if you're one of them and you would like to have a feature on my new podcast, please let me know. I'm all ears and ready to hear all this spooky paranormal stuff that you've gone through. The A Spooky Ghoul podcast is going to be based off of Latinx folklore tales. However, there's always going to be other tales in play that could not only be from Latinx. I'm very excited because 
as I started delving into podcasts about paranormal activity, I saw it from a whole different lens and it made me excited to know that I was not alone in all of the paranormal stuff that I experienced growing up and the reason why my psychic abilities have been so heightened since I was of the age of five. So, if you haven't already figured out, because I know some of y'all are so sneaky, and my Patreon members have already known this for about three weeks now, but if you haven't already, you can follow me on Instagram, a spooky ghoul podcast. I'm so excited, and I can't wait till you guys hear my trailer and the first episode that will be dropping in October. However, if you join my Patreon, you will actually get the exclusive content this week. (laughs) I'm so excited to be doing something that I'm able to really connect everything that I've gone through because it's been a, a big journey and a wonderful, spontaneous journey. And I have nothing but gratitude to Santa Muerte that she has given me the strength because for the longest time I was afraid about the paranormal stuff that I encountered but because of her protection I've been able to face face it how it was so please make sure to check out Patreon Divine Hoops for any more content and be sure to subscribe like and share and make sure to leave that little spooky ghost all right guys until next time adios